What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future opportunities. They partner with local industries and employers, ensuring their programs align to the needs of the community's workforce. Lake Michigan College can help you get to the future you want. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock news block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by Special Light in Decatur and Benton Harbor. There's a good chance you've walked through a Special Light door when you go to a local restaurant, school, store, or plant. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. Governor Gretchen Whitmer says there's no common ground with Republicans who support the state's 1931 ban that punishes women, doctors, and nurses for abortion. That's even in the case of incest and rape. Every Michigander is entitled to their own set of beliefs, but our beliefs should not dictate someone else's rights, and that's what is happening here. Republican State Senator Mike Mike Shirky is praising the Supreme Court decision that struck down Roe v. Wade and says he hopes both sides in the debate can work together in Lansing. Whitmer is sued to try to get the Michigan Supreme Court to rule on the constitutionality of the abortion law. The Berrien County Health Department says COVID-19 vaccinations will be available for children under five years of age starting this Wednesday. Berrien County Health Officer Guy Miller tells us the FDA authorized the Moderna and Pfizer vaccines for the youngest children in the Berrien County Health Department's offer administering the Pfizer vaccine to them. There's been quite a few parents that have been calling, asking when their five-year-old or younger child could get vaccinated, and that, that time is now. For the kids six months to five years of age, the Pfizer series is three doses. The first given, the first two given three weeks apart, and the third dose administered at least eight weeks after the second dose. Miller says getting that age group vaccinated is another way of easing the effects of the COVID pandemic. The immunization provides immunity towards the COVID-19 virus, does not necessarily prevent an infection from happening, but is very effective at reducing the severity of disease. Miller says the health department has received 200 initial doses and is working with private providers to distribute more. Meanwhile, Berrien County Health Department hosts vaccine clinics for ages 12 and older every Tuesday in Benton Harbor and every Thursday in Niles. You can find out more at the department's website. The Berrien County Parks Department is looking for lifeguards for Silver Beach this summer. Parks Director Jill Adams tells us even though the summer swimming season has already started, the county is still recruiting lifeguards. Every year there is a bit of a challenge bringing on the lifeguard team. This year we had a couple people who had applied and come in to interview and had interest, but at the kind of the last minute backed out. Adams says lifeguards must be at least 16 years old and have a current certificate for Red Cross lifeguard training or equivalent and CPR for adult, infant, and child. The lifeguards are mainly to protect swimmers at the beach and to discourage unsafe behavior, but that's not all. A very important duty that the lifeguards do at Silver Beach is help with lost and missing children. So if someone's looking for their child or a child cannot find their parent, our lifeguards are very well trained. The team participates in regular training and employee improvement throughout the season. Adam says it's a rewarding job that's good for anyone who loves to be outdoors. New lifeguards will receive orientation and on-site training upon their hire, and there's a reimbursement program for certification costs if lifeguards begin work by July 8th. The pay is $12 an hour. You can apply at Berrien County's website. May was a mixed bag when it came to home sales in southwest Michigan. The Southwestern Michigan Association of Realtors says in May the market grew modestly over April, while the average selling price was down 8% from April. The median selling price was down 1% for the month. However, when comparing May of this year to May of 2021, 
The average selling price was up 14%. Sales in May were 11% lower than May of last year, and for the year overall, sales are down from last year. The association says the market's been held back by low inventory and high sale prices. The inventory of houses for sale, already at a very low level, fell 3% in May from May of 2021. That brought the inventory of houses for sale down to a 3.1-month supply. For comparison, in 2010, there was a 16-month supply. The Realtors Association says mortgage rates in May were the same as the month before. The percentage of sales that were foreclosed homes was 1%. The Avenue Family Network Auxiliary is planning an ice cream social for July. The Avenue Family Network, previously known as Child and Family Services, runs several Berrien County organizations with a mission of helping those in need. Among them are the Cora Lamping Center for Survivors of Domestic Abuse and Harbor House and Autumn House Adult Day Services. Auxiliary President Ruth Edlifson tells us the ice cream social will be July 10th from 10.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. at the veranda of the Whitcomb Senior Living Community in downtown St. Joseph. It's really nice. The veranda is a great venue, and we really appreciate the Whitcomb allowing us to be there again. We do have some entertainment by the Blackbirds this year, who are a trio that will be playing for us in the afternoon, and it's usually just very lovely. Everyone will have a chance to stop by the Ice Cream Social while visiting the Krasil Art Fair on the Bluff. Edlifson says the Auxiliary has held the event since 1968 as its major fundraiser. They'll have homemade cakes, pies, and, of course, ice cream. Everyone's invited, and all the proceeds will go to the Avenue Family Network. The recommended donation to attend is $4. And be very careful when you're out on the roads and you see a student driver. More from Michigan News Network's Brooke Allen. Benny Melberg is the president and owner of Official Driving School and says, when you see those cars with the signs that say, be patient, student driver, be patient. A lot of people are actually tailgating uh, student drivers or even honking their horn at them. And, you know, that's just not fair to the student driver. You know, the instructor who's in that front seat, they can control the direction of the car and they can control whether or not a car stops or doesn't stop. But what they can't control is if a student stops too fast. So tailgating a student driver is not a good idea. Melberg also says leading by example, also a good idea when it comes to student drivers, which means no messing with the radio or talking on your phone. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News Now continues. It's a new landscape this week for women seeking abortion across the country as several states have enacted trigger laws that make abortions illegal. But how far will those laws go in practice? ABC's Brad Milkey has more from Arkansas. I think many of us uh, never thought we would see this day in our lifetime. Arkansas Attorney General Leslie Rutledge was the one who quickly declared on Friday that Arkansas's trigger law banning abortion was now in effect. But after a 50-year battle, now comes the challenge of enforcement. For example, can doctors in other states send abortion medication into her state? I am going to be opposed if we allow uh, doctors to prescribe and to mail in those medications. The other question concerning abortion rights advocates, could it become a criminal act to even travel out of state for an abortion? I, I think at this time we need to have those conversations. Even for residents that do seek abortion care, it's about to become a more difficult journey. Within weeks, Arkansas will likely not border a single state where abortion is illegal. Brad Milkey, ABC News, Little Rock, Arkansas. South Dakota's Republican governor is pledging to bar mail-order abortion pills but says women should not face prosecution for seeking them. 
Christy Noem's stand appears to be in defiance of legal guidance by the Justice Department after the Supreme Court last week stripped away women's constitutional protections for abortion. The governor is indicating she'd put in place a plan approved by state lawmakers to restrict the abortion pills. The ruling on Friday by the Supreme Court's conservative justices triggered abortion bans in South Dakota and elsewhere. The governor in South Dakota says news show interviews that of doctors, not their patients, would likely be prosecuted for knowing violations of what would be one of the strictest laws on abortion pills in the United States. In Washington, D.C., law enforcement continues its stepped-up response after the Supreme Court's decision to overturn federal protections for abortion rights. ABC's Justin Finch has more. Still a heightened police presence at the U.S. Supreme Court, where demonstrations have continued since the release of the court's opinion striking down Roe v. Wade Friday. D.C. police plan to remain at full deployment until at least Tuesday, continuing to coordinate with federal partners, including the Department of Homeland Security and Emergency Management. Last month, Homeland Security issued an alert warning of the potential for violence following a Supreme Court decision on abortion rights. Justin Finch, ABC News, Washington. Police are investigating a weekend fire at a Christian pregnancy center in north-central Colorado as possible arson. Police in Longmont responded to a fire at 3.17 a.m. Saturday. The Life Choices building sustained fire and heavy smoke damage. The front door was broken at the front of the building and had been spray-painted with the words, If abortions aren't safe, neither are you. Life Choices website said it offers free services related to pregnancy and sexual health, information on reversing the effects of abortion pills, and post-abortion support for guilt, shame, anxiety, and depression. Life Choices Director Kathy Roberts said the center is devastated and stunned and that the attack affects people who need support in their pregnancies. The Supreme Court today announced a decision in the case of a Washington State high school football coach who was suspended from his job after leading on-field post-game prayers that sometimes involve students. Coach Joe Kennedy said the prayers were private and student participation was voluntary. The Supreme Court re- reversed lower court decisions siding with the school district. ABC's Devin Dwyer is more from Washington. Some parents complained that their kids felt pressured, uh, high school kids, uh, to, to participate. If they didn't participate, they felt like they might not get playing time. Uh, the coach said that was not part of the play. He said it was completely voluntary for these students. Uh, he couldn't help it if students surrounded him. Uh, it's divided that community out there in Washington. But at the end of the day, uh, the conservative majority on this court's taking a very broad view of religious rights and saying the coach has every right to do that and can get his job back if he wants. Russia has shattered weeks of relative calm in Ukraine's capital with a missile attack as Western leaders met in Europe and prepared to reaffirm their support for Ukraine and condemnation of Russia. President Vladimir Zelensky said a 37-year-old man was killed and his daughter and wife injured when missiles hit an apartment building. A railroad worker was also reported killed. Kiev's mayor speculated the airstrikes were a symbolic attack before the NATO summit started. A former U.S. commander in Europe said they also were a signal to a group of seven leaders meeting on Sunday. The Ukrainian Air Force said planes launched the missiles from over the Caspian Sea, more than 1,500 kilometers away. Meanwhile, today, NATO has announced it's boosting the number of troops it has on high alert. More from ABC's Ines Dedekwatera at the Foreign Desk. NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg announcing the alliance is boosting the number of troops on high alert by more than sevenfold, from 40,000 to more than 300,000, the biggest overhaul of collective defense since the Cold War. This comes four months after Russia's invasion of Ukraine, with NATO saying Russia poses a direct threat. NATO members are meeting in Madrid this week for a summit to plan for the coming years. Inez de la Quatera, ABC News, at the Foreign Desk.
The Colorado Avalanche have won the Stanley Cup after dethroning the two-time defending champion Tampa Bay Lightning. The Avalanche beat the Lightning 2-1 in Game 6 of the Stanley Cup Finals. Behind a goal and an assist from Nathan McKinnon, Tampa Bay fell two victories short of becoming the NHL's first three-peat champion since the early 80s. And most Californians could get hundreds of dollars in case to offset the nation's highest gas prices. ABC's Alex Stone explains from Los Angeles. Under a new tentative budget compromise between California lawmakers and Governor Gavin Newsom, some of the state's $97 billion budget surplus would be returned to help pay for high gas prices. California routinely has gas prices that are far higher than anywhere else in the country. The numbers are fluid, but currently the plan would give couples who make less than 150 grand a year $350 per taxpayer plus money for children. As a person's income rises, a dollar amount would go down. Alex Stone, ABC News, Los Angeles. WSJM News now continues with your weather forecast.